And now, on with the show. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Film Fracas. This is uh, Season 3, Episode 2. Ooh, yep. the second episode. The second episode Fracas of the season. Strikes Back. Here we go. Uh, I well, am, of course... the Attack of the Fracas? You know what? Hmm. Today's fracas is going to be all about that conversation. We're not going to have... Nope. Anything to... Oh, we're not? I, of course... <laughs> Today's practice is actually going to be about books. What's everyone been reading lately? Mm. Uh, no, Are we Rob, actually going to recommend don't, don't respond to that. Don't encourage it. I've been reading a wonderful biography lately, oh, actually. Let's just say... Oh, uh, I've also been reading a wonderful biography. Well, we've been okay, reading well, very different this biographies. this is episode two of Film Fracas. Uh, I am Robbie DeChazer. Of course, with me, as always, are Brett The Rock Johnson. Happy to be here. And Carter... The whole main man spilliards. Hello, how are how are y'all? See, usually there'd be a, another person that could split the whole effing show and you, the you main man too. You don't have to split it; just give him one or the other. No, nope, but I, anyway, they're combined when Anywho. there's only one person. Anyway, <laughs> we had an exciting episode last week. Uh, Kill yes, we Bill did. lost best fight. Something I'm still perplexed by, but uh, we had I'm, our reasons. I'm feeling if, pretty good about it. If it's, you're coming into this episode and you're confused as to why that happened, go yeah. listen to the other episode. This the is season. F- this is season three, episode two. What the, are you, what are the you doing further, here? Yeah, the further away I get from the decision, the more I'm like, I feel like that was right. It's fine. I'm okay it's with it. It's fine. In the moment, I was like, is this? I'm pretty sure. And then, and thinking, then thinking and then, about it. As I slept on it, I'm now like, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I stick to it 100%. It's 100%. fine. Yeah. All right. So. So yeah, uh, Carter. What movies do we have left then? All with right. Kill Bill being remaining. Our count? final five films already in episode two. <laughs> oh, so hard. Are L.A. Confidential, Jurassic Park, Akira, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and Bull Durham. All right. So, all still great, very, very solid films. Moves. Very very all quite interesting. There's definitely a lot of discussion to be had still with all of them because we picked a rather. Uh, eclectic, eclectic, eclectic thing to talk about. This one should be a lot more fun in discussion. What are yeah. we talking about this week, Brett? We are talking about best world building. So that's going to be uh, each of these movies has its main story, but then there's also like all these like side stories and like other backstories that they mention that they never like go into detail. And you don't get really get to see. And so we're going to be talking about a lot of those and talking about like what would be really cool if we got to see and like what these side stories like are and could be and like where these like where these worlds mm-hmm. like could go and what helps and to be clear these are very clear and distinct yeah. worlds oh yes 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 they are all very to be very clear we are clear. not knocking these films for not explaining these things or showing these no. things no no we are just, praising the world that the screen yeah, we're, we're just going to talk about like oh like they mentioned what? this so like it would yeah. be really cool to see like like, what a, like a movie or spin-off yeah. series about like this, this yeah. yeah yeah so this a lot of great Cool. Yeah, so it's going to be a very subjective, collaborative episode. But it gives us a chance to gush about some amazing yeah, movies. Yeah. So it's so. I'm, I'm 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 excited. I'm feeling really happy about it. So this should this should be a lot of fun for us at least. I'm not sure yeah. about you, poor listeners at home. But hey, if you love these movies half as much as we do, I think you're going to have a good time. <laughs> uh, just before we start the discussion, yes, I wanted to give a shout out to one of our followers on Twitter at uh, Wendy with a W. She tweeted um, the other day, so I'm boycotting Film Fracas because they didn't nominate Rush Hour. Hashtag Film Fracas, more like Film Frack Shite. And I just wanted to say to you, Wendy with a W, you never know what could happen next season. You Rush Hour is always a possibility. You never know. These As movies could pop up from anywhere. It was a movie that was made. It's... It's eligible. <laughs> I don't know if it's eligible for season four. We might be doing so, another theme. Keep so. listening. Oh, oh. keep listening. Some news to me. Our, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna walk yeah. rock, wade ourselves through this frack shite, and I'm I'm quite excited. Let's yes. get into it. We are knee deep in frack shite. Right oh now. yeah. All right. <laughs> where, where to start? Where Do we just want to go alphabetical sh- today? I'm feeling alphabetical. Uh, so so that Akira? Would be, oh, Akira. Oh, Akira. Oh boy. <laughs> this one has nothing to do. They finished the entire story and there's nowhere to go. Oh. <laughs> I just I want a spin-off show that's all in the new universe but like has nothing to do with Akira. Actually, it's just like, every okay. other show. You know what? You know what I you know what I want from Akira? What? I want what everyone thinks it is, which is a prequel series or movie 
that's all about street racing and like motorcycle gangs in Neo Tokyo. So like Fast, fast in the Akira. Yeah, yeah, Fast in the Akira. Neo Tokyo Drift. Yes. Neo Tokyo. <laughs> no, like that same like, same w- soundtrack. Everything. <laughs> I want that. But I mean, like, yeah, that would be awesome seeing like the capsules mm-hmm. like come up, seeing like the clowns come mm-hmm. up, and seeing like the clash between them and like what yeah. other like biker gangs were mm-hmm. around that like the capsules mm-hmm. and clowns managed to just totally. And you don't even destroy. necessarily have to do like Canada. You could do. Yeah. You could literally. It could like the film could end with like Canada getting his bike, or you see. Like how that kind of thing happened. Yeah, and like uh, like the life at the orphanage because mm-hmm. you get like the flashback of Kanada yeah. standing up for Tetsuo, but like seeing like more of that and how mm-hmm. like Kanada and his group like band together and like yeah, yeah we're gonna be we're gonna be the best. Because like, like who's Kanada's mentor? Who taught him how to ride the bike? Who taught him? Or did he teach himself? Did he just like become the best? Yeah, just, like yeah, like I will like just that that's that for one. Like Robbie said, like mm-hmm. the new universe mm-hmm. at the end, like. What happened now? Like, what happened yeah. to Tetsuo, the, the man babies with the te- telepathic powers, and Akira himself? Like, what happened there? Like, what's going to happen to the military? What happened with Akira before? And just, there's, like, so much that could happen and mm-hmm. go on. Like, the telepathic, oh, I forget what they're called. They have a name. Yeah. But, like, like how, how were they found? How did they get their powers? What's been happening to them this whole time? Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. are they scared of blood? And why do they giant monster stuffed animals bleed milk that, so, that's actually the biggest pressing question i had the first time i watched that movie. i don't I'm actually like, why is this teddy bear bleeding milk i don't actually remember that so i will have to watch it again what i want so you don't you remember got, that i don't when, remember that specific detail when, no when chess was in his in the hospital room and like the stuffed animals come to life and they were like about to start beating them up and then they get huge and giant and monstrous and you got the weird soundtrack where it's just like but up but up but up I remember the hospital. I just don't. I guess I just don't remember that particular detail of them bleeding milk. Yeah, they bleed milk, or at least some kind of white fluid. And I'm like, what? Mm. Yeah, that's. I want. Um, do you remember there was that proposed John Wick television series mm-hmm. about the mm-hmm. Continental Hotel? Yeah. I want that with the biker gangs of Neo Tokyo, and that bar from the beginning. Just. <laughs> Yeah, the, that hangout, know? like yeah, that bar at the beginning, and like what they treat as a hangout, but it seems yeah. And then when Tetsuo goes there and like kills like the bartender, and Kanada's like, "What the hell?" And everyone's very upset that this bartender was killed. I'm like, yeah, like that'd be cool mm-hmm. seeing like this guy that or yeah. a Happy Day style thing where that's just like the mm-hmm. rest. <laughs> yeah. Or even <laughs> that's the the catchphrase is like Tetsuo comes and everyone's like Tetsuo. Kanade Con- comes in Canada, <laughs> and then laugh no. track and totally subverted. Applaud, applause track and everything. Uh, <laughs> and then Norm from Cheers walks in. Norm, Norm, Norm. da, da, da still there. Da, da, da. Yep. With the happy days, but with the Oculus soundtrack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just could you real dark <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I I want this. I gotta have it. So so many things, but well, yeah, like serious all, and like goofy. That all, but yeah, that, all jokes aside, because you could do. You know, we talked about that. You know, even talking about just mm-hmm. the bar, you take that in so many different directions. Yeah. Well, and what I love is that like. This one especially, any kind of like vaporwave, like Blade Runner or anything like that, it kind of naturally lends itself to an expanded world. Yeah. You're like, what else is, how did the world get to this point? What else is going on? Yeah. And so I think Akira You could even get, some if you go way back in the story, some of that stuff during World War III that started by... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I'm always like, why is every, why, why is every post-apocalypse or, 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 uh... Future far, far future way. Always have a World War Three. <laughs> it's like that I remember just question. so pessimistic. Yeah, I remember in Star Trek. In Star Trek, they had like a World War Three was in the early two thousands. Like right now is when they oh. had their World War Three. Oh, no, we, we were a couple be, years before. I think actually would be in our post war depression because right yeah, because it was like they had the eugenics <laughs> war, which was where Khan was from, and that was in the nineties. <laughs> we called that the Gulf War. <laughs> It's like I watched Event Horizon last night, and like it opens up with like all the exposition title cards, and it's like 2008 or like 2015. We managed to like get like 
man space traveled like Neptune and everything. And I was like, guys, we did it. Like <laughs> three years ago, we managed to get people to Neptune. <laughs> There's well, something like that. And like Reign of Fire, like the post-apocalypse yeah. is like 2020 or something. Yeah. So it's like, guys, we only got two years. Got two years. Someone find uh, Christian Bale and uh, stop him from working in that coal mine or whatever. Yeah. Acura is supposed to happen in a year. Right? Yeah, it's 2019. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so that's something we got, we got to look a bit forward of a to. It's like my futuristic bike. I guess, I guess we got to uh, take matters into our own hands. A lot's going to happen in the next couple gotta, months. <laughs> got to go make Acura. The thing I do love is that like... This is a bit of a tangent, but... It's fine. It's like... You look at something like in Tron, like the light cycles, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's so futuristic. Why don't we have that yet? And then someone builds a light cycle. Like, yeah. it, all the stuff that's in... A lot of the stuff that's in these movies is just an aesthetic. Like, it's a futuristic aesthetic. Like, yeah. you, we can totally build the things that are in some of these movies. Like, like, yeah, we, like can, I, we just I, don't have a cultural aesthetic of yeah. that. <laughs> like, somebody out there, like, did, like, make the Kaneda bike... And like, and they sell like the jacket with yeah. the capsule and everything. So we got that. And he's like, "Well, I did this." I'm like, "Oh, that's like you seem really sad, but that's yeah. really cool." Bro, oh, this is so cool. I'm like, "All right, yeah." Like, I just have it. All right. Um, and then like, in, in we may in ready, we may tweet that out just so people can see it. And then in Ready Player One, during the whole race at the beginning, mm-hmm. like Ar- Artemis was yeah, was right, driving yeah. the Awkward bike, bike yeah. and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool." Yeah. If nothing else, I did appreciate the Acura bike being in Ready Player One. Yes. Yeah. All right. They they did it. Yeah. Anyone have anything else to say about the world of Acura? Uh, there's a there's a lot to work with, and all of it sounds like it could be really cool to mm-hmm. go into. And what's great is, the you know the medium that it's in of an anime. There's a so much as possible. Oh yeah. Know? Yeah, absolutely. This isn't something where you know a movie made in 1988 that we're doing a reboot or a continuation yeah. of now where it's like oh we gotta find someone who looks like Kevin Costner in the 80s like it's <laughs> we which is Kevin Costner still yes. but <laughs> yeah but it, you know there's not there's nothing like that there's you know the recent dub was only done in 2001 so I'm yep. sure a lot of those voice actors would still be willing to do oh, any yeah. of these suggestions probably hit us up Funimation I mean, that, movie's, that movie's still getting more fans <laughs> I mean I hadn't seen it and yeah, watched it for this and now I'm a fan and I'll probably yeah. recommend it to more people yeah. So. Excellent. Excellent. My master plan <laughs> to somehow get everyone in the world to watch Akira slowly but surely coming to fruition. I don't, this, you're saying this like it's maniacal. I feel like it's know, a pretty that, worthy that, that, goal. That's, that's the joke. I love it. It's, like, uh, Brad, it's, a, it's a good movie. People should watch it. Yes. It's all yes. coming together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so that's Akira. We're going Bull- off Bull Durham. Durham. Bulkira? Bulkira? <laughs> Kevin Costner on a red, <laughs> on a red motorcycle. Run through the streets of Neo Tokyo on a Harley. <laughs> yep. He pulls up in front of a bar. Da! Da! I believe in the cock. <laughs> Susan Sontag's overrated. He drives off. <laughs> drives off. But seriously, though. Anywho. I, um,. I think there's definitely some some places to go with this movie. You've yeah, got, you've got uh, you well, do with any character driven piece, you can get yeah. anyone's backstory. Yeah, there's there's so you can the get... three major character backstories you could get. I would say, yeah, I would say you could definitely get a, the most interesting for me would be the prequel of of uh, Crash Crashes Twenty One Days in the Major. God, that, I feel like that would be that would be that, so just sad. A movie, that, just like, called yeah. Twenty One Days. Yeah, or something. Or like just that. like the show, or meat. Mm. Or just call it Crash. I'd like to see it called Meat. Meat. Just meat. I don't know. I feel like Susan Sarandon's character was pretty well she was explained. Brilliant. I don't necessarily would want, want to see No, I wouldn't more want to see a her. movie. What would be interesting would be like an Eat, Pray, Love style book about her search for like spirituality and finding the church of baseball. Oh, I, just, I know that might not be your feel, thing. I kind of feel like that's what Bull Durham is. Like it explains... Have her relationship with baseball. You get some. You get some of it. I think. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You couldn't I, get a film's worth I of. I would just say. I would yeah, just say her not. her story is perhaps the one I'm least interested in seeing, because yeah. I'd, I'd very much like to see a whole lot more with Crash. Because Crash definitely shows up as the you know yeah. mysterious outsider. Yeah. Okay. And then Newt going forward, I think would be a fun, you know, almost like a farcical, like Veep, but a no. pro. <laughs> 
a pro baseball player. Yeah, something major league, major league TV show. Yeah, kind of. Maybe maybe, maybe not that. I think that would be fantastic. I, I would like to see it, like him like trying like him being like nuke and like all the other major leaguers not taking him seriously, but him just being like, hey, how's it going? I'm nuke. Like yeah. he's he's I like got, I, I got the heat. And everyone's like. This he's, like, excellent and breaking all the records and stuff. Season one. But he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> okay, season one of the show, right? This, the Nuke show, season one, ends with Nuke goes to his locker and opens it up, and Fungus is growing on his shower shoes, and he finally gets to be called Colorful. Because if he wins 20 in the show, you know, Fungus on your shower shoes, the press will call you Colorful. Till then, I, you're a slob. I, I feel like that would be better as like the season finale or the yeah, exactly you know, series finale. Series finale? Yeah, I, I feel like the series finale after like the ups and downs, but then like he finally makes it and at the very end, just like that's the closing shot. He just looks at his shower shoes and just they nods at fungus them. On. That'll or, do shoes. <laughs> That'll do. Then or he like, leaves. Or like we saw today, the it's like he just looks at the shoes and then it cuts to a news story at the very like this. The last thing is a news story and it's just like. It's like, uh, colorful Major League Baseball player, uh, Duke Lelouch announced his retirement today. Just <laughs> the crash reading the paper. He's I need like, oh, a son of a bitch. I just need a family, um, just a family sitcom with, uh, Millie and Jimmy. <laughs> Once they get married. <laughs> mm. Maybe not so much. It'd be, it'd be an odd couple situation. I feel like... I feel like that would go the way of, like, the Mulaney TV show. It could. Where it would last for, like, what, like, seven yeah. episodes and then get, get then get canned. One that I would be curious about. I don't know. Stuff like Mork and Mindy lasts, and that's a one-off. Huh? Things that I would be curious, mm. something I would be curious about that would involve Susan Sarandon would be, like, if they did, because Bull Durham's very much about, this would be more like a direct sequel, but Bull Durham's very much about, like, Crash seeing his own counterpart in Nuke and, like, having to come to terms with he has the brains, but Nuke has the talent. Mm -hmm. And I think another interesting relationship, because that's a parallel relationship, it's like, oh, he's me. And I think another interesting relationship would be, like, if it was Crash's son, and it's like, he's been with, he's been with, you know, since he's right now, he has the son, and the son doesn't necessarily have to be into baseball. The son could be into football or something else. And it's very much like, you have the angels the, in the in <laughs> you have the angels in the end zone situation yeah, we'll here, but well, it's it's like a it's more of a it'd be like a him putting the pressures on his son to succeed because he never quite got there like he wanted to, and so that would be like a different relationship that you'd see from him, and that would just be a more continuation of that of that character. That'd be fun. And his arc. That one would definitely be more of a drama. Yeah. Or what? What about like a like the movie? Brad's status is <laughs> like with Susan Sarandon's character, like a like two broke girls, or like Sex in the City style, like her and Millie, like like when they it. when they're like doing all the guys and like mm -hmm. doing like setting up their whole like like they interact with the guys and like the guys like dealing with it, them dealing with it and everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like that could be like yeah, a, like a fun like mini series or something. Just yeah, to, but yeah, I think Susan Sarandon probably has like. Maybe not the most interesting backstory stuff. To she doesn't have a ton of interesting yeah. backstory, that, but I think that, that is true. watching her do her thing through that she does during the movie mm -hmm. for more and just getting more time with that and maybe more characterization for Millie. I feel like that's worth a watch. Yeah, yeah. Irvin seeing seeing how she handles motherhood. Boulder on spring training. It's just a thirty minute direct to TV short, all about that. <laughs> but no, yeah, I definitely want to see the. 21 days in the show which is mm -hmm. that that instant rise yeah. and instant fall because I feel like that would probably make me cry or something just poor Kevin Costner I mean yeah. truly when you think about it he probably just did not ever no. do well in the show I mean they, yeah, yeah. That, that's probably that's what would make yeah. it so heartbreaking because this yeah. is what he wants more than anything because the whole movie he's constantly just pining and dreaming of going back there and so like if we were to see him like finally make it be all happy then just totally like Money, like Brad Pitt from Moneyball, just totally crash and burn and get kicked out for one reason or another. That would be, oh, that'd be tragic. Yeah, yeah. I would so be. There, there's an HBO show for would, you. Would you rather see them de-age Kevin Costner because that technology is getting pretty impressive? Or, yeah. or did you see the new Ant Man? Michael Douglas. Yes, is, I saw the new Michael, Ant Man. Michael Douglas is is eerie in that. Yes. 
That's very see, much. See, so. I don't think they aged him down. I think it's just Michael Douglas. Like, they <laughs> definitely, he definitely looked. I mean, did you see Rogue One? Eerie. That's, I mean, the, did the you technology see Rogue One like is not that technology bad. Technology really. That's the far have, have you watched Rogue One recently? Yes. What I'm Tarkin is, really does not look that bad. No, he, he looks like a shambling corpse. He does not. He, he really doesn't look that bad. Carter and I have talked about this many times. What he, I'm saying. Well, you haven't talked about it But what I'm, what I'm saying is that. Look at Rogue One and then look at Ant-Man. That's the same technology. Look at how much better it is now. Okay. It's like, look but at I, Michelle honestly, Pfeiffer and look at I still Michael would, Douglas. I still wouldn't be opposed to, like, current Kevin Costner playing younger Kevin I'm just, I, I was just spitballing. Or getting a younger <laughs> yeah. person to play Kevin, My, Kevin No, I, we're getting Kevin Costner to play Kevin Old Kevin Costner? Costner? The, this argument oh, about Rogue One is for... You wouldn't want that. I mean, I would so. still watch it. Just put him in a wig. <laughs> like, no, no, like, don't, don't mess with him. Don't touch him up. Just let him just come in there, put him in a shirt that's three sizes too small for him or whatever. Have him play baseball. Just put him in that same leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> then he can ride through the streets of Neo-Tokyo. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. So, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is out of next. next. It's quite so, a jump. We had ABJ. Yeah. So here's... Oh, here's ABJ. We're going to preface this by saying that because this film already has four sequels, we're going to, uh, we're going to disregard Disregard, <laughs> disregard all of the sequels. And it's from just the first Jurassic Park movie. What would we like to see? Because there are definitely things that I would have liked to have seen that they never did. Yeah, that's that's and exactly. And I what, think this one is this episode is definitely for. sets up a rich and interesting potential for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like. So I'm going to start off. The thing that I've always wanted to see with this is like <laughs> we're talking about post-apocalyptic. But what I've always really wanted to see <laughs> was like literally a post-apocalyptic. So it's like the dinosaurs bred and, you know, they kept breeding on the island and slowly dispersing. And it got to the point where they kind of overran because everyone else wasn't quite sure how to fight them. And eventually we're, we're in the future now, in the distant future, and it's like Mad Max, but with dinosaurs. Like, can you imagine like war rigs going across... You know the is wasteland. There still a guy playing a guitar on top but then of the dinosaur like, with fire. Then there's like, I mean, answer that question. Yes. But, but how, then yes, I'm watching. And then, it. and then, but then they're also fighting T Rexes. Ooh. <laughs> but how do all these dinosaurs get off the like, island to they, make this Mad Max dystopia? They they adapt. I mean, I, at, I don't. At any life point, finds, finds a way. way. At any point, people could have started taking the taking them off the island. People could have started breeding more dinosaurs elsewhere. Like the fact that, that this technology exists means that, that other people could start doing it too. And that, that's, I mean, that's the thing is, isn't uh, Dodgson trying to like? Yeah, he's figure, trying to take. Yeah, he's de- trying to de- take Dennis, the samples. Yeah, for like, because uh, because uh, Jurassic Park was was that in Gen? Yeah, yeah, like because there was like Gen Co. Mm-hmm. Or at least from the book, there was Gen Co. But yeah, like I, I don't necessarily want to see like the dystopia Mad Max thing because honestly, I feel like that wouldn't be able to happen. But I, I want to see. But like, you don't have to worry about how it gets there. Just like if it's there, would you want to see it? But but but, but, but what? But what I want to see is like I would like I'd like to see like like yeah like the Gen Co like this other company that's trying to like do like corporate get, espionage like, kind of yeah thing? like the corporate espionage kind of thing like they're like how they find out this is going mm-hmm. on like mm-hmm. what happens after this like. Mm-hmm. Fumbles and like, if, or if like somebody like, or if they're kind of like, well, like they did it, let's try to do it. And they kind of like hack it together and make like a Frankenstein kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or I'd also like to see like a Richard Attenborough uh, documentary of Jurassic Park, like after like the dinosaurs have all run free. It's just like docu- like the documentary, like over here we see the Velociraptor. Oh, so David, David Attenborough. Attenborough. My bad. But David but, but, Attenborough talking about Richard Attenborough's project. Yeah. That would be but cool. then, like the, how like the dinosaurs like form their mm-hmm. ecosystem and how it all like shakes out. I, I like even if it wasn't like a nature documentary, I'd still like to see that. Just no dialogue, mm-hmm. only dinosaurs. Seeing how that's going on, and also like like we haven't talked about, but like how R- Richard Attenborough, Richard Attenborough R- plays Richard, Hammond. Yes, Richard Attenborough. I'm sorry, I get them confused. His brother but, David does nature documentaries. Yes, that's, you guys know what I mean. But I would like I would like to see how Richard Attenborough came to this point how mm-hmm. he discovered this process was possible how yeah. he like found these people managed to get investors and be like hey uh henry Wu, make some dinosaurs for me like, what 
Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to see how Jurassic Park was made yeah. and like the immediate aftermath, not yeah. so much as the far gone mm-hmm. Mad Max Turk, the dinosaur. I mean, Cadillacs well, the thing that, here's the thing I, I have about <laughs> why I don't think we should consider a Mad Max style apocalypse. I just because I think Brett's right. We don't know how it would get there. Well, it doesn't matter and, how it gets there. But it's that's just, just once it's there, would you want to watch it? Exactly. I, but I, the I, thing I, is, that's just putting dinosaurs in a situation. Like we're not talking about dinosaurs. We're talking about Jurassic Park. So I feel like it's like hundreds of years after. I feel like it just has to feasibly work out. Like, yeah, no. I think we're trying to stick with things that are more like tangible and readily but there in the movie to build off of. If we want to go extreme like, but still tangible, Tim and Lex Murphy, dinosaur hunters. Lex Murphy hacker extraordinaire. <laughs> she becomes a black hat hacker. But no, like I like I want to see them like That'd with a cool. them grown up. Yeah, like tracking down dinosaurs. Tracking down dinos. Having to kill the bad saving, ones. Saving the plant eaters, killing the meat eaters. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, why, why is this what they do? Wouldn't this be more like Dr. Grant's job? I don't know. No, well, this, I'm just saying, this is a 15 years in the future. We could also see the dramatic and heartbreaking uh, romantic drama about Dr. Grant and Dr. Sattler. No, they're fine. Their relationship... They- Either you know, no, they stay together. Till staying the end of together, time. staying together, or falling apart horrendously. I don't, I don't see why it would fall apart. I don't see any reason why it would fall apart. Dramatic. I just want to see a, a beautiful mind piece. style movie about uh, Doctor Ian Malcolm as a mathematician at the University of Texas at Austin. That's true. He is. So that is cool. I mean, I. <laughs> it's. Cool. Uh, I, I guess I'm focusing more on what actually is there in the movie. <laughs> But this all does sound very fun, and I would like to see all of this. I mean, there's also like, I'd love. Can to someone see... get in touch with the Universal and talk about making a TV show for Tim and Lex Murphy dinosaur hunters? Well, I'd love I mean, to see. We already had like, Cadillacs and dinos, which is about as close as we're going to get. There yeah. are more implications with it too, because you have like, like this is spoilers for the newest Jurassic World, I have, which I have not cares. seen. Do you care? I mean, not it's a really. piece of garbage. Okay, I liked it. Of course he did. Anywho. Carter likes everything. Maybe I'll go see it someday. <laughs> but you said this yourself. I'm waiting I like for... like a lot of things. I'm waiting for HBO, but I, I know... Doesn't mean, doesn't mean my... You just had some venom don't, in that tone. Don't spoil <laughs> any uh, any major character deaths or anything like no, that. No, no, no. This isn't a, anything. Well, we find out that a character in Jurassic World Part 2, or Fallen Kingdom, um, is a clone. And so it's like that technology of like... Like, it can be used to, like, clone people Jeez, and, like, stuff like that. <laughs> Who's a clone? So, do not Don't spoil worry it. about it. But, um... It's so stupid. It's okay. But it's just, like, I, that... I, I know it's okay. It's just really... It's, it's just, just like really the, stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. It's just, go like, the, the potential of that. Like, you start cloning people, you know. Anytime you have, you have like, a cloning or a face swapping, you have the potential to, like, swap out body doubles... Like, stuff like that. Clone armies. We've seen how that works. All right, you're going, you're going, you're a little, you're a little too far gone now. I don't think this is too far gone. This is all entirely possible. Well, you said said earlier we're disregarding the sequels and this clone armies would come out of the sequel. No, not necessarily. I'm just saying it's something that is definitely a possibility with this genetic technology. I think you're, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. When I say when I say disregard the sequels, watch this movie so I can understand. When I say when I say disregard the sequels, I don't mean disregard what happens. In, I just mean like disregard. You know, we don't have to keep to their strict mythology. Like and our ideas not, don't have to play right. to their canon, and we don't have to worry about characters yeah. from the newer ones. Yeah. Any, but it doesn't mean that anything that they established isn't usable in this case. The things I, I wouldn't say. You know. I, I wouldn't say like, the lost it's world it's is it's a point for Jurassic Park. No, no. But the logic established in those yeah. things except, that stem from like the, the original. Or like the fact that there's a Site B. Like, they never mentioned Site B in the first Jurassic Park. But there is one, as we know. That does exist in that world. That does exist in that world. Yeah, and I know, so we I, could talk about something at Site B. Like, yeah, I guess. But I feel like going from Jurassic Park all the way to... The newest one and using the stuff from that, I feel like that's a little. It's it's the same thing. I. Mm-hmm. It's this. It's just something, and it's something that even Hammond talks about. Where Hammond talks about, 
You know, he could have used this for condors if he had made yeah, another con- species. Condors, not, not humans. <laughs> well, the principle still applies. But, we just feel it's possible. What? Well, I don't know. I just, You're thinking about this too too hard. I guess, too, too black and white. I'm leaning I, I, towards I so. what Carter's saying. <laughs> this is, <laughs> you're thinking about this way too black and white. It can be anything. <laughs> <laughs> what what we have here is... I mean, it's... Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. You can disregard it in your judging if yeah, you would like to. I, I, I see where Carter's coming at. I see what you're saying with rules-wise. <laughs> All right. Do LA Confidential next? La Confidential? Yeah. Um. Honestly, the only one with this one I can really think of is like when we made the joke in the last episode about uh, Bud White becoming um, Russell Crowe in The Nice Guys. I would like to see that middle chapter of how he goes from being Bud White to becoming the main so character get, in The Nice Guys. We could get a Gotham-style show with... Preston Exley, legendary LAPD detective, and his young son, Edmund Ed Exley, who does grow up to be, of course, be Guy Pierce's character. From. <laughs> so we could watch, yeah. we could watch the career, career, and watch how, what he does and the crimes that, mm-hmm. you know, like Ed is exposed to just tangentially or like, yeah, yeah. like see the actual Roland Tomasi event happen, mm-hmm. and watch, you know, Ed Exley grow up. To be at Exley. Yeah. And then yeah. you could also get like a, uh, uh, what's, maybe, not not the superhero aspect of Daredevil, but more of like the like organized crime part of Daredevil of seeing <laughs> uh, Dudley Smith like take, take down Mickey Cohen and then like trying to like grab power. You like, could get like the, a, oh, I, sorry. I was just gonna say I'd really like to see like that organized crime drama with the police captain like going like double crossing everybody and being full on corrupt and all that because I, f- I feel like that'd be really good. And then also how Kevin Spacey meets uh, Sid Hudgens. Yeah, Sid Hudgens yeah. and how that relationship comes to be. Well, that's what I was gonna say is I want a kind of a procedural or like a crime of the week or serial killer of the mm-hmm. week kind of thing. But all from the lens of Sid Hudgens and Hush Hush magazine. That'd be interesting. That'd be really cool. And so, like, it's, you know, because I think some of the better parts of that Mm -hmm. movie are when, you know, you have the Danny DeVito narration talking about, you know, crime in the city Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So if you got everything, even like Veronica Mars style, but just your lens for viewing it instead of being a private eye would be Hush 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 magazine. So the only thing I will say about these is like, these are all very similar to what the movie already was. I agree. And so I think that this world perhaps doesn't lend itself to as many like different ideas because whatever we do, whether it be the prequel series following Preston Exley, that's going to be him, you know, ultimately hunting down, you know, his partner yeah. or when your or movie is co-worker. about crime in yeah. Los Angeles. It's hard to make it's hard something to, in that same yeah. universe about anything other than other, crime, other in than Los, crime in Los Angeles. But I do like the Danny DeVito idea a lot. That, should, that would just be a yeah. fun way to frame it. I think it. that would be a fun And a also fun I love Danny device. DeVito yeah. and we'll watch him in just about anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how, how exactly is, like, like, so the crime movie, this extra stuff is crime-based. It seems like that's getting a little more knock than, like, Bull Durham where this baseball movie and the other stuff is about baseball. Well, like because you seem to be coming down a little harder on LA Confidential. Well, I would so say because we help, have help me stuff understand like, your thought process a little more. We have the idea of like Crash and yeah. an eventual uh, an eventual son that does yeah. not have to be baseball. That's based. that's different. Anything with Duke doing his thing, if that's more of like a nuke. farcical or Nuke, if that's more of like a farcical comedy, that's different. Like the or only thing, the only thing that would be similar, similar to Bull Durham would be like the prequel. But whereas with LA Confidential, pretty much everything we've talked about's been it'll be, it would be similar in tone. And in story to the actual movie itself. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Where it's going to be about crime. It's going to be about crime in LA and corruption. And like the present actually one would be perhaps the most depressing because it would be him probably trying to hunt down whoever is doing all this corrupt work ultimately only to be killed by his partner or his, (laughs) was, was Edmund or was, uh, was, uh, James Cromwell's character. 
was he um he was at least a fellow he was officer. at least a fellow officer with him they knew each other yes and so it's like that would be really depressing that ultimately his search ends with his well, own death well that would be that would be the thing that i think would i'd find most interesting about it similar to like what i think gotham kind of botched with how many times they've tricked you about who's going to be the joker and stuff like you know mm-hmm. they've is they could pull something off where you're like we know not to trust who we shouldn't trust or even Seeing people we know we eventually won't trust because of that, like confidential, yeah, it, it could yeah. be corrupted into. Yeah. And like, and it could also be like a real like Hannibal situation where you like you see what's going on and mm-hmm. all that, and like you know ultimately mm-hmm. how it's going to end, but you still want to see the journey. Yeah, and so I, I think it's a little more interesting than you're giving it credit for. No, it's definitely interesting. Like I would definitely watch <laughs> all this stuff. It's just, just, it's just the way you're saying. It, you're just kind of like, eh, it seems boring. No, no it's not, it's not, it's not boring. boring. The it's knock just, is just that it. You don't have as many different You don't have directions. as many places to go. Okay. That's what I'm saying. We have to have some kind of metric for this. <laughs> no, it's, it's something to think about for it's sure. something to think about. I think there's a wealth of extended material you could make from this movie. Yeah. The question is, how does it stack up yeah. to... The other ones. All the, you know, mm-hmm. the millions of different directions you can take Akira. Well, the million, Akira yeah. or Jurassic Park or something like that. Um, but yeah... My favorite would definitely be the prequel series with Preston Exley or the mm-hmm. uh, tabloid yeah. magazine Danny DeVito. Because even that one wouldn't necessarily have to be mysteries as much as it is just like star. Yeah. You know, like, you know, something with the stars or mm-hmm. tabloid news. Something like that. I mean, you could have yeah. literally anything there. Yeah. But yeah. it would all kind of have, you know. Yeah. It would all be very kind of dark and have an edge. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing about LA Confidential that was interesting. It's very seedy. It's the very seedy. Well, the whole movie, if the movie like presents itself as this kind of like polished noir, but mm-hmm. when it starts, it's very much like, oh no, this is gross. <laughs> oh well, I mean, even like the way it looks, like compared, mm-hmm. like it's shot on film stock that was outdated for the time it was shot. Like it's yeah, it looks seedy. Yeah, and I know that because I just you know compiled all that footage to mm-hmm. do the. The uh, release or announcement videos for yeah. it. And that movie looks seedy. And it's in the same quality as the Scott Pilgrim stuff we grabbed. <laughs> the, like, it's all 1080p. <laughs> it's just, it looks gross. Speaking of Scott Pilgrim, that's our final film. Well, and because of that, it's gone. Oh. End of the episode. Goodbye, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, no. <laughs> um... No, let's talk about let's Scott talk about, Pilgrim. Let's talk about Scott Pilgrim. Where, 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 where do we go? I, I don't like to Scott see... Pilgrim had a perfect little life, so I, I there's true. nothing really to talk about beforehand. Well, the thing with the thing with Scott is I'm like I don't want to see any more of Scott. I don't want to see Scott after this. I don't want to see anything of Scott leading up to this. I know who Scott was. I know what his, what life he led. I don't need any. Kind you don't of want or... a high school romance between uh, need, Scott and Kim. I don't need any kind of any kind of origin on Scott. I would want to see maybe more from Ramona's past. I think not necessarily every evil ex, but like maybe the stuff with her. Because we don't need a Ma- as much as we gushed about yeah, Matthew no. Patel last episode. Yeah, no. we don't need a Matthew Patel <laughs> no. movie. But That's like, like two weeks. They talk like, about they talk about her relationship with um, what's the bad guy's name? Gideon. Yeah, Gideon. Um, they talk about her relationship with him, and that one perhaps being the most complex. And so, like maybe a prequel, kind of with that. I like want an, all of her adult relationships. Mm-hmm. I want an Empire style show mm-hmm. with G Man Records, <laughs> or just a whole indie show and like, Ooh. like what's in? Well, that's, then you get some Scott. Don't I mean, you? you get some Scott in there, but it happens concurrently. Yeah, and like you would get like it could start with Envy and Scott together, and then like by the end of the first act, they're broken up, and she's got a record deal. Right, right. And so the whole movie's really about like Envy, because Envy ultimately like because it's from Scott's perspective. You know, Envy's portrayed as not a very, you know, savory individual. But she's living her best life. Like, she got a record deal. She's going to bigger and better places than Scott. Like, go her. And we need a movie that kind of portrays that, I think. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd watch Except, that. but, like, she is also, like, not entirely savory. So it would also, like, that would give her yeah. an extra layer. Because, like, she did cheat on Scott and, like, did totally, like, destroy him and is part of the reason why he is the way he is and so that would also be like really interesting to yeah. see like how she like is just kind of mm-hmm. like nah like I'm doing this I don't care I, I also would like to see Jason Schwartzman getting 
like creating the league and like finding them mm-hmm. and like See so him in a real real dark place, not <laughs> and have like some anime style, like he tracks them down mm-hmm. and like That would be cool. And, like, and like he has to like battle them to have them join the mm-hmm. league or something. He's like, I'm not your enemy, like you are the enemy of my enemy, or something like. That'd we, be cool, we, like we, we shall just we shall cut down the flowers. That'd be a cool like before it can bloom. Or not necessarily something. a movie, but like a vignette kind of thing. Like, yeah, like, one, and they're like, oh, like, yeah, like, not, like animated, like you were saying, like anime. If they did like an anime like, vignettes, like the not to bring up a movie that's already been voted off, but the Arenishi East sequence yeah. from so, yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. yeah, and you were saying like we don't need a whole movie about Matthew Patel. It's like no, but we like I would love to see just like a five minute like Matthew Patel's journey finding those demon hipster chicks. Like, no, it's just just like a five minute animated mm-hmm. vignette of like him and Ramona's relationship. Where he's just kind of like oh these jocks. He's like oh these jocks. Like hey let's team up. Let's beat him up. They beat and you him. Get, you get they, a little they, taste of they, that. They in beat some of these. Yeah, yeah, like a little bit. They beat they beat him up. Then they kiss. Then she's like no, nah, I don't like you anymore. And leaves. He's just like what. And then it ends. Like, like you don't need to have a whole movie for like each X, but yeah, like a series of like vignettes or like a mini series yeah. or something. I feel like the other thing that also be interesting to see is we don't really know if Scott goes back to the band once he's like at the end with Ramona or like what yeah, he. Does, I don't think he does. He I, don't, I don't think he does either. He dubs young yeah, Neil. He dubs young Neil. 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 So, yeah. so I'd love to see where the band goes, yeah. where Sex Bomb Mom goes, and like more Battle of the Bands and like a Spinal Tap style documentary. Like, this is Sex Bomb. This is Sex. We Bob-Bom. it'd just be called We Are Sex Bomb. We Are Sex Bomb. Okay. <laughs> And yeah, then there'd that, be, be cool. there there wouldn't just be one. There'd be one, two, three, four. We are sex bomb movies. But what I really want to see, what happened to Negascout? They said they were gonna get brunch next week. They do get brunch, but we don't see that happen. I want to see. I want to <laughs> see. I want to see Negascott get like, stood up for brunch. Get stood up for brunch, and then be the small fish in the big pond trying to make it in the city. Just and no like, one understands oh. him because he's, he's the Nega version <laughs> exactly. of a guy they don't know. Yeah. He's like, I was just willed into existence. Now I'm here. I just want to see that. Like, oh shoot! I'm, he I'm, he I would steals like, Julie from Stephen. What would be cool is like, <laughs> if if we get like that would be. I'm envisioning just the brunch scene of like <laughs> Nega Scott, or even like not even necessarily getting stood up, just like Nega Scott and Scott just having brunch yeah, together. Yeah, like that too and would also like, be But great. that would be totally be like the hidden scene on the special features <laughs> DVD. Does, like you click like the, the, the post credit. You go scene over or to something. something yeah. It's just the two of them eating brunch for like five minutes. I would totally watch. That. So it would be like the shawarma scene. Mm-hmm. If if Nega Scott is the opposite of Scott, does he drink Pepsi Max? I don't know. I couldn't if tell. Scott you. drinks Coke Zero. Does Nega Scott drink Pepsi Max? Because he's not necessarily his polar opposite. Because they get along, and he says we have a lot of common. If he was the, if he <laughs> they was the play base. We actually have a lot in common. common. He's actually a really nice guy. He's just a big sweetheart. You're right. You're, they're getting brunch next week. Yeah, they're getting brunch next week. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone else have anything to say about Scott Pilgrim? I mean, I just, I just want to see all the. Yeah. I just want to see all this. Yeah. Uh, a mockumentary with everyone's Nega. Oh, <laughs> so just a, like an office style mockumentary with just like everyone's nega version, mm-hmm. just doing their thing, or a mockumentary with the League of Evil Exes. <laughs> That's <laughs> what they do. They are the, the ones that survived, <laughs> or just like before and after, just all sitting around, be like, yeah. So we got this new chick in here. Her name is Roxy. I don't like her. Oh, I'm like sick a, of this like Lucas Lee guy, brother. Like, <laughs> yeah, like seven big, evil exes. Like, I'm sick of this so, Lucas so, Lee. Yeah, just I feel like that could be fun. <laughs> what a jerk! Brandon's just there. He's like, I'm in a band. <laughs> I'm a vegan. I'm vegan <laughs> with with a plate of chicken parmesan <laughs> and yeah, gelato. See, see him at the vegan <laughs> academy. See him get his three strikes. Get a quick spinoff about the vegan police. Gelato's not vegan. Tracking milk and eggs, bitch. <laughs> yeah, just a the vegan police tracking down. Yeah, a cop a comedy procedural cop, about cop, the vegan police. Just a buddy cop comedy of the vegan police tracking down Brandon Routh. I just want. Do you guys know the? the vegan. Do you guys know the sabotage video, the Beastie Boys sabotage mm-hmm. video, where they're dressed as cops and jumping over cars, like Columbo Magnum PI style? Because I want be, that with the vegan police. That would be what? It'd be a buddy cop with Will Forte and who plays the other cop. After this, we'll show you the sabotage video. You'll see what, because it's ridiculous. Like a, a Brooklyn Nine, no, maybe not a Brooklyn Nine-Nine thing, but... It just needs to be a buddy cop. Just yeah, the two just, of them going and hunting down vegans. Yeah. Just trying to remember who the other cop is. <laughs> I know it's Will Forte and... 
<laughs> the, the tragic rise and fall of Crash and the Boys. Oh, I am so they sad. They finally so make very, it only to get incinerated. I'm so sad. <laughs> so very, very sad. Also, what <laughs> happens to Knives? I wouldn't mind seeing a little slice of life of Knives trying to move on or like if she's just meeting a nice Neo Catholic boy. <laughs> At Catholic school? Just, maybe just like a 30-minute, like, wrap-up episode of, like, Chow Knives. That's what it's called. Uh, chow. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's a whole lot to work with. All of it sounds really good. Yeah, there's... that Once again, um, like I said with Akira, the... Oh, no, it's Thomas Jane and Clifton Collins Jr. Oh, not Will Forte. No. No, it's um, not. Oh, no, it's definitely not. But... Right <laughs> Thomas Jane. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> Thomas Vegan police. It's too good. Yeah, Thomas Jane and Clifton Collins yeah. Jr. Yeah. No, um, definitely would watch that. But, like, like with, at, with Akira, there's... Like, there's a lot to be able to... You could even, you know, do more spin-off comic books or something, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, so. a, a whole other video game. Like, also, I like the Scott Pilgrim video game. The beat-em-up. I've never played it. It's a lot of fun. I've heard. Well, have we come to that time? I think so. I think so. Yes. We cannot have, you know, a podcast without... Winners and losers. Winners and losers, so... <sighs> Carter, you so want to kick us I'll off? Go, I'll kick us off. My I'll winner this week is... Oh... Shoot. <laughs> it's dr- difficult, because they're all so good. But, uh, honestly, this is going to be, it's, it's Akira. And that's honestly what it really is, is I really want to see that Fast and Furious <laughs> or the, or the, you know, two Kanade, Kanade, like coming up, learning how to ride the bike. Who does he have a mentor? Make, does he teach himself? The bike. Where do they get the bike? Like. Because that's everything I wanted Akira to be, which I love what it is, but that's what I wanted it to be, and I would just love to see that. For sure. So that's my winner this week. I am also going to say Akira, not because I like the Fast and Furious style idea. I liked my uh, Continental Hotel thing with the, mm-hmm. with the bar <laughs> the and the, bar. the bartender, <laughs> you know, and the, the dog piss he serves, you know. So uh, I think... There's a wealth of stuff to go that with mm-hmm. beforehand, even if you get into like Akira's actual, you know, mm-hmm. story and stuff like that. Even though you get a little bit bits of it, you don't quite get the whole thing. And there's a lot to. I don't think that story's done. I think there's always going to be room to make yeah. more of it. Right. Uh, my winner this week is going to be Scott Pilgrim versus the World, just because there's so many different characters and there's I'm so many different a pattern from our last episode. <laughs> But there's Super just Akira, there's one for there's so much to work with and like there's so many different stories that can be told and I just I just really want to see how Gideon gets the league together and convinces all these people that all have this for some reason deathly hatred of Ramona <laughs> and just how he convinces them to be like okay she's gonna date a guy and we're gonna kill him like, and then she'll date one of us no you're just gonna kill the guy. And then she'll okay, date yeah, she, me. Or something like that, yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. How he, like... Oh, wait, no, yeah, you, you did mention that. Sorry, my bad. What? Like, seeing like seeing the chip, like, getting mm. implanted in Ramona and, like, that whole relationship, mm. sorry. But, yeah, like, I'd, I'd like to see how that all comes together. What happens to Sex Baba and what happens to Nega Scott? Poor Nega Scott. Lost mm. in the big city all alone. Yeah. I love that we just assume that Scott is a horrible enough person to stand up his own. No, like after, after they get brunch. Yeah. Oh, after they brunch like, is nice, like, but like then they, everything's like they get brunch. He's like, all right, we should hang out sometime. Yeah, we should. But they never do. They don't exchange numbers. Like exactly. Like like it just slips like, oh. their mind. I just imagine Scott later like, oh, I didn't get his number. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Middle of the conversation. Yeah. All we can this yeah. is. Boring. I'm just glad that we can all agree that we don't need to see more of Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing like I would mean seeing like fourth, bits and pieces, his, but like, I don't want to see a full on no, Scott not, Pilgrim. Maybe not. Just like just like the couple years of high yeah. school, like he meets Kim, dates Kim, meets Envy, gets breaks mm-hmm. up with Envy. I'd like to see that as like why he is such a yeah. terrible person, but like 
I'd like for him to be the background character in someone else's yeah. story. Like, like, like you said with the yeah. Envy thing. Like how See, Envy was in this in, in this movie. Well, I yeah. would like to even And, see and also like from like, like the sex, bo- sex Bob-Bob's yeah. perspective. How yeah. like Steven Stills talking to young Neil and Kim. Like, okay, we're going to do this. And Steve, Scott's just in the background being terrible. So, but yeah, see, there's so, like see, even though we finished talking about, it, we found more to talk yeah. about, and so like there's just so, there's just so much in this. Yeah, I will so admit that, that was my that was my second choice. Yes. Yeah, so Scott Pilgrim's gonna be my winner this week. Okay, not for the hard part. So with every winner, there must also be a loser. Uh, this week, um, I'm going back and forth. I narrowed it down in my head between uh, one Bull Durham and one LA Confidential. Because Brett did bring up a good point that they both kind of have that they're similar, but I go back to what we said in response to that, that Boulderum does have a little bit more room to be different. And I think LA Confidential does not. I think no matter how you frame it or you do it, it can all be entertaining and interesting and it's something I would want to see. But I think compared to all these other ones that have so many different diverse ideas of like things you can go and do, places you can go that'll be different tone or different style or different in, you know, whatever it's about. I think L.A. Confidential perhaps just has too much of like, oh, it'll be cops in L.A. solving crimes, fighting corruption. So I'm going to have to vote off L.A. Confidential this week. You summed it up perfectly for me. Um, I was down to those two as well. I think that both of these are fantastic character pieces, and I want to see oh, yeah. more of these characters. Like I said, honestly, the movie, now that we talked about it last week, the movie I want to see is the Russell Crowe becoming <laughs> his character in The Nice Guys. I really want that, because I love the, the idea that these characters could be the same person. <laughs> It'd be fun. Um, <laughs> have I told you my... Sorry. Here. But have, have I told you my James Caan fan theory? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll tell you that after. Okay. Or I might tell at the end of this episode. Well, um, but yeah, I'm voting off LA Confidential, because I... As much as I, some of these ideas were fun, mm-hmm. I really, you know, there's a wealth of things to do. And there's yeah. a wealth of things to do in all of these because I want to know, you know, in every single one of these movies, there's something with at least one or two characters that I want, you know, I'd read volumes of books yeah. on their mm-hmm. backstories on what they do afterwards and watch, you know, millions of movies. But mm-hmm. <laughs> L.A. Confidential, it's going to, you know, it would get very similar very, very quickly. Yeah. In doing that, and while I wouldn't hate it, it I do have to choose a loser. Yeah. So it's just compared. It's one of those things where it's compared to everything else. Yeah, it yeah. yeah, that's fair. So that's my vote there. Um, yeah. For a hot second, I was thinking Jurassic Park because I was like, I don't want to see Mad Max with dinosaurs. But I was like, that doesn't mean that they couldn't also do the stuff that I thought about. So I was like, Brett, you're being dumb, per the norm. But anyway. Uh, my my vote is also. Did you want one of us to defend to like cheer you up there and be like, no, Brett, you're not. No, no. It's, it's fine. I don't know. Okay. Everybody, everybody listening to this knows I'm <laughs> dumb. You, you guys have done this with me for two seasons. Know. You know how this dumb is I Brett am. Who, who admitted the the other a couple of weeks ago that he thought that Star Trek Beyond for some reason would be like Guardians of the Galaxy. I explained myself. I'm dumb. <laughs> but, so I'm not going to disagree on his, on his <laughs> weird considerations of movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Well, Give me a vote. I'm not going to call him dumb, though. He's quite intelligent. No, I'm pretty dumb. But, uh, yeah, my vote's going to ultimately be for uh, L.A. Confidential as well. Because, like, yeah, like, because Bull Durham, like, while they would be baseball-themed, they would also be different enough. Because, like, like, the rise and fall of Crash, like, that would be heartbreaking. But, like, seeing, like, Dudley Smith and Preston Exley doing their whole like Hannibal like cat and mouse kind of thing like well that would be cool that uh, has also kind of been done before and that's also kind of what the movie was yeah. and so like well I still would like to see that LA Confidential stuff I, I, everything else we talked about I'd like to see more like like we said yeah and I'm not, I not happy about it but yeah the thing that summed it up for me was when you said that Nuke being in uh, me having his own series would be like Major League the series, and I would never put Major League in the same double feature with Bull Durham. They're two baseball movies, but they're two very different. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's why it would be a great double feature. Two ends of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, have, don't, I, don't, I, don't I, listen to me. I'm dumb. Brett's dumb, and now it's time for oh. us to make our recommendations <laughs> and our um and our yeah. sign offs. 
Yes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at C.A. Spilliards, like spill something in your yard and add an S. Uh, this week, I will be recommending... Have I done Forbidden Planet yet? You have not done Forbidden Planet. I'm going to be recommending Forbidden Planet, <laughs> uh, 1954. Uh, one of my all-time favorite sci-fi movies I have ever, ever watched in my life. Um, stars Leslie Nielsen, actually, before uh, Airplane, when he was still a dramatic actor. Um, but I quite enjoy it. It's extremely, extremely influential. It pretty much influenced everything that Star Trek was, a lot of what Star Wars was aesthetically and kind of in story and, and ideas. And um, it's just very, very good. So if you love any kind of sci-fi made after the year 1954, it owes at least in some small part something to Forbidden Planet because everyone kind of stole a little bit of something from it. Um, so please go and watch it. It is excellent. All right. Okay. Sounds good. I am uh, Robbie DeShazer. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Robbie underscore DeShazer. While you're listening to this, I'm I'm not with these guys right now. I'm in Orlando, Florida, doing some live video on Instagram. Go check me out there. Orlando. But if you don't want to do that, you should check out 1996's Waiting for Guffman. Uh, <laughs> if you like Best in Show, if you like uh, This is Spinal Tap, it's so funny. I, you know, I don't want to tell you too much about it because it's just an experience to watch it unfold. But uh, if you like that whole crew of people, Christopher Guest, uh, Eugene Levy, so many, you know, of those familiar faces are in good it. Good people. Very, very good people. Funny people. Funny, funny, funny people. Funny people. I love Christopher Guest. You're recommending funny people? With, with Adam Sandler. No, I'm, I'm, I'm recommending. That's not awful. That's next week's episode, Brett. You're getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> but no, I'm recommending Waiting for Guffman. Uh, yes. So check it out. Okay. You find me on Twitter and Snapchat at Brett JHNSN number one. I'm going to be getting back to posting reviews of movies. I'm going to be getting back to that. Yeah, I'm going to be getting back to that. Uh, and so it'll be thumbs up, thumbs down. Recommend movies you want me to watch and review so you can argue with me and be like, Brett, you're dumb. Don't uh, tell Brett he's my... dumb. He's very smart. <laughs> he's very smart. Or at least tell me what, uh, yeah, whatever. Intelligent conversation, constructive criticism, what have you. Uh, my recommendation this week is going to be the 1997 appen- animated Japanese psychological thriller Perfect Blue which uh, I don't know how I didn't realize this earlier, but it was uh, directed by the same guy that directed Paprika, which I recommended last week. But this movie is wild. It's about this uh, Japanese pop idol who decides to take a career into acting, and she, she starts getting these like death threats from some stalker, and like she, like everything starts taking a toll on her, and she can't tell like what's real, what's not real, what's fantasy, what's reality, and like it's it's wild. It's so good. All right. Well, that's those are our recommendations. Those are our sign-offs. That's going to do it for this episode of Film Fracas. Tune in again next week when we're going to do another challenge. Uh, I guess we know what the challenge is going to be, right, at this point? Yeah, we'll have our final four. We're not going to tell them. You probably guess from the last two seasons. seasons when we do our final four what the challenge will be, but hey. we'll have to wait and see. Tweet at us if you have an idea. Yeah. Yes. Um, other than oh, that, also, oh, tweet at us movies for next season since we're already yes. getting real yeah, close. Some, to like suggestions for next season. Also suggest uh, like uh, themes, cat- themes, categories yeah. that you'd like us to debate. That kind of stuff. Let it, like let us know what you want to hear. Um, also, we have merchandise on the internet, merch too. baby, and some of those things will be getting updated soon uh, with our new ho- co-hosts face on it. Once that is a once we announce that and have a new logo so and stuff. That. So get your merch now so it's yeah, vintage. Yeah, this will be limited edition. Limited edition limited merch edition. very, very soon. Um, that's that's cool. Will you change the color? We might. Oh. I'll, I will be talking to uh, Isabel Sori, who did our graphic design for that. Uh, also, you know, shout out to her. Uh, at, what is her? I'm going to look her, I'm going to look up her handle on Instagram real quick so you guys can go check her out and support her. Because she did some, she did oh, such yes. a nice job. I with love that. our logo. It's, our logo it's is nice. It makes me happy every time I see it. So, so uh, graphics by Bell, I believe, on Instagram. Uh, yeah, graphics underscore by underscore Bell. Uh, go check that out. She's fantastic. A good friend of mine. Um, and oh, use our Amazon affiliate link if you want to give us yes, some money please. too. Um, yeah, seriously, anytime okay. you you don't have to buy the yeah, thing no. it links you to. 
Yeah. We can get back to that. Uh, get back to that sweet studio time. Studio time. <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's gonna do it for us here at Film Fracas. Thank you guys so much for listening, and as always, stay tuned, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye! Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Film Fracas. Uh, we know there's a lot of shows on the web, and we're so glad you took the time to listen to ours. Thank you to Robbie, the main man to Shazer, and Carter, the whole effing show Spilliers, for writing and producing each episode. Please consider giving us a five-star rating wherever you listen. It really does help get the word out. You can follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Film Fracas. Once again, thanks for listening, and we can't wait for you to hear our next episode.